What is up, everybody? My name is Brandon First, aka First Report, representing the ESBC Gambling Podcast Network. It's uh, Monday night. That means it's time to talk a little NBA and uh, really everything that goes along with it. Uh, we got Josh going to hop on here in a moment, but before we do that, just going to give you a rundown of what we got going on this week, as usual, every week um, as we get you ready for base uh, for sports to begin. Um, we have content dropping for you every day of the week. Tomorrow, Tuesday, we'll be jo uh, Josh will be talking about the financial market and educating you on how you can take those st uh, strategies and use them in the sports betting market. Wolf Line is going to be on too. The, the Wolf Line. The Wolf Line. The wolf Line, yes. We're going to have our own line to complement the other lines out there. Perfect. And then Wednesday, myself and – Brandon Lupian will uh, be talking the top sports gambling stories of the week. Thursday is uh, Josh and Matt Bird's weekly chat. Uh, not about me, not me, just nope. Matt Bird. Just Matt Bird, excuse me, I apologize. So Matt Bird going to give you his weekly chat about uh, the corruption, especially mainly um, with everything going on, obviously, race riots and or not or riots and uh, protests, stuff like that. He is, I, I loved his uh, speech on the steps. Was that St. Petersburg? In Petersburg, Florida, one of the most uh, crime-written, one of the most oppressed, one of the most racist, one of the most bigoted, one of the one of the most poorest cities in America. Yeah, and that that was that was like two or three days after that was one of the first real sound bites I really heard out of anybody. It was really really good, very impactful. I do encourage you to go check that out on our website. And then finally, um, on Friday, we are going to uh, Josh. That's Josh's time. He's going to do uh, his mental health advice regarding everything that 2020 is throwing at us. Um, obviously, right now, it's the protests and um, riots and maybe COVID that's still sticking around. And, I mean, who knows? People might still be fighting, their, fighting the depression of Kobe passing. There's so much that happened this year. Every Friday, we have our mental health advice regarding anything that's going mental on. Mental health first aid kit. Yes, mental first aid kit. And then the weekend is devoted to baseball. Um, on Sunday, it will be a full MLB podcast, and we'll dive deep into the Southern California betting scene as well. As that's where I mean, we're gonna yeah, focus you can do your MLB games. podcast on Friday too if you want, man. You can double, you can double okay. it. Okay. Whatever Perfect. you prefer. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, they'll be dropping all this week. Uh, but for tonight, but Josh, Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, we just announced breaking news. Tuesday, we have a special edition of the faith family football with houston baptist superstar he's faster than cooper cup he's longer than cooper cup he's a better looking guy than cooper cup he he has less drops than the cooper cups of the world he's better than hogan um we're predicting he's going to be the best wide receiver in the draft top 10 in every single statistical category in the FCS. He just dominated. It was a man amongst boys in the FCS level with Ben Raslav. And and Ben, all right, he's not only a really good-looking guy. Not only is he a, a superstar on, the F, on any level, man. He, he would be the top receiver in any Power 5 conference you place him in. Not only is he a good-looking guy, he is a man of faith. And if anybody wants a primer, listen to our Faith Family Football 
uh, podcast we had with Ben, and I challenge you not to have a tear in your eye at the end of the podcast with, with he he inspired us. And if he decided to be a preacher and you went to his church, I would uh, encourage you to leave your wallet at home, all your credit cards at home, because you would have nothing left after Ben Rath's laugh. Preaches, right? He's a great, you know, he's a great guy. Uh, as much as we love him, we love his mom more, Allison. It's great. And uh, man, that's going to be a great podcast tomorrow. Faith, Very much. Family football, FCS, All-American, Ben Rasslap, Houston Baptist football. Well, before, of course, we get to that, we have tonight's podcast. Of course, that voice you heard was uh, pretty much the the overlord of the GF or the ESBC Gambling Podcast Network. He covers pretty much everything. Look, I, I love sports and all that stuff. I stay out of the political game. Josh, he dives headfirst into that, and he does it for you guys, honestly. He's got MBAs. He's got a ton of clients that rely on him as well, and he's taking time as well to help you out. I know um, King Sick uh, was very, very, very happy with Josh's uh, stock market recommendation. Helped him um, avoid a negative day, and that's really what this podcast is all about. I preach about it all the time. This is not a communist podcast is not a socialist podcast this is a capitalistic podcast we are here to make money and uh we are also here to make money for you as well if you want to but there are rules you have to follow uh all those podcasts but josh has been the one putting this all together he brings the business side into the gambling um atmosphere and that's something that he's brought to me and i've been so grateful for that josh how are you doing tonight you ready to talk a little basketball um you know the first topic is uh Adam Silver, so I feel like I uh, might just want to put myself on mute and let you go off on a little tangent that I know how, how you love. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry about, about that. Every Silver. week I go on a tangent and uh, people were asking me if I was going to freak out again like I did Friday. And no, you know, I, I, you know, I, I smoked my weed for the day to kind of, you know, balance me out. There you go. I'm, I'm good. Uh, and people get sick of me doing a rant on Adam Silver, but it's my mental health first aid kit. And I'll give you a little background why I am so upset at Adam Silver and sending a formal letter to the NBA asking for the immediate resignation of Adam Silver. Adam Silver, uh, he did a great job getting Sterling out of the NBA when he first started. Sterling was a racist, but then again, he made a profit selling the Clippers to $3 billion to Steve Ballmer. And if you don't think Adam Silver got a cut of that, if you don't think that, uh, please call us at the ESBC uh, Podcast Network. Uh, we have Swampland in Orlando, and, and we'll give you uh, tickets to the NBA in Orlando. And uh, we got some Swampland we're going to sell you. Call us at 858-863-6501. So the main reason – that I hate Adam, Adam Silver is that uh, when the NCAA shut down, they were going to do what we're doing now, right? Uh, they were going to play without fans and test everybody. Great. So Adam Silver shut down the NBA because of the Utah guy, Gord Gray, whatever that guy's name was. And he was going to lose market share for March Madness. Now, March Madness 
uh, is right up there with Christmas with me and watching Lifetime Christmas movies with Anna, with the uh, career uh, woman, usually is a white woman. She's a career woman and she's dedicated her life to her career and she's kind of stiff and she gets snowed in. She meets a guy and then her long-term friends from the town she snowed into her talking her into love and not being so career oriented and, you know, having a, a kid, whatever. So those are great movies because I know the plot and I can sit there with my iPad with Anna while I'm betting on games, making money, watching the Lifetime movie. I know the plot. So she, when Anna's like, oh, you don't know what happened. Yes, I do. She's about to meet the, the, the dude who, who's widowed, has a kid, right? And now, they, boom, she has a set family now. Right? So I know I can follow along the plot and still watch Sunday Night Football. Because she's like, oh, you've been watching football all weekend. Now it's Lifetime movies, right? Some balance. But that, that's where the iPad comes in, right? So the NCAA comes on. Brandon First is my witness, right? Brandon First is my witness. And the witness is it. That's why I love podcasts. Because you can go back and you can say, oh, this guy's full of crap. Uh, there's no way he went 41 and 6. Well, Listen to the podcast. Listen to us go 41 and 6. After Brandon First and I went 80%. <laughs> and that, it, and <laughs> Brandon First made a good point. We won money on, it was what, 37 bowl games? We won money on each game because we bet the over and the under. So if we didn't get the over and the under, both of them right, we at least split half percent. So every single game. <laughs> We got something right. So we made 80% of our money. We got all the New Year's Day games right. We got every single game of the way into the playoffs right. So after that, we go, we end college basketball 41 and 6. After going 63.5, all right, 63.5. And why is that important? And I was actually teaching a client this the other day. And so we digressed a little bit as we bring out the whiteboard. 50. 2.5% is break-even. Profit is 70 to 80%, right? So, so if Brandon First and Josh are 70 80%, college basketball. We finish on a 41-6 run that you can listen to. It's epic. You should be listening to that for years. And then we go 63.5, betting every single over. I mean, this is legendary. That's why we call this the greatest podcast in the history of all time. Because not only did we make ourselves money, not only did we make you money, we were 100%. Who else is transparent? Is VSM transparent? No. Is ESPN transparent? No. Are these guys making you money? Are they giving you actionable steps to make money? Not only are we giving you actionable steps, we're giving you the philosophy. You can go on our website and read the top 10 betting strategies, the top 10 rules of betting. Started by do not bet your own team. All right? So we're getting ready for the NCAA tournament. And the NCAA, Gavitt says, you know, Josh, in first report, keep that role going. <laughs> we even got St. John's in the last game. Before the That's right. They played a half. And then, then they <laughs> up Like the only, yeah. team, the only, that was the last bit of sports. It was only a half and two matters. <laughs> 
the night before we got Washington State plus 13, Washington State went out outright because we knew that Boyle's a horrible coach that ran his team to death and we were getting 15 points. You know? So, That's crazy. Gabbitt says, Josh and Brandon first, keep your world going. We're going to keep this rolling. And we're going to get market share from the NBA. So, guys like Adam Silver say, hey, you middle-class guys, Brandon first, Josh, you guys are middle-class guys. You guys live paycheck to paycheck. Shame on you. Save your money. I'm like, man, my wife has not bought. And, you know, and I was doing the math, right? So, Gennas is, that's, you know, you know, she lives close to work. But gas for Anna last month was $240 times 12. That's $2,880. She has not bought gas that hasn't been betting money since 2011. So you go um, $2,880 in gas times 10. That's $28,800 in gas of betting games. All right? So that's why when Adam Silver blew a gasket that the NCAA was going to keep playing so that losing chair, we're finding out that now the NBA is living month to month. Adam Silver needed to get with me because he likes betting. Silver says he bets. That's why he probably is betting the wrong team because he doesn't have any money. That A... He hasn't paid everybody back for the league pass. Come on. Give everybody a refund, man. We're in a pandemic. We're in a recession. We're in the middle of riots. And he's not giving us the money back. So let's go back to what happened, right? And he's a documented. Go Google this. Uh, Dan Wenzel wrote about this. Yahoo Sports. It's all documented. SI. Everything we say on the podcast, you can fact check us if you want. And if we're wrong, contact us. We're at Twitter everywhere. 858-863-6501. So, Gabbitt says, Josh, Brandon first, keep your roll. We're going to play. Adam says, goes back, blows a gasket. He calls um, Dave Gabbitt. And Dave Gabbitt says, F you, Adam Silver, we're going to play. Because Adam Silver has this plot where he's going to go one and done, right? And as we talked with Dr. John, that one and done is uh, bad for income inequality. 80% of basketball players end up broke. And now he wants to avoid them doing what Jordan did. Uh, and Cal Perry does the same thing. They pair the black guy from the inner city with a rich white guy, why? So he can network, he has access. So that's what Dean Smith did with Michael Jordan and now Michael Jordan's a billionaire because he had that access to different people. So Adam Silver wants to take that and says, I want you to be on my plantation 24 seven. And he wants to then blow up the NCAA tournament, which is a stupid idea because we're gonna watch five white guys from Montana 50-year seniors who can play, we're going to watch Mark Madison. We're going to bet Mark. We're still going to have fun. He's not going to blow it up. And then that 50-year senior is going to go into the NBA. He's going to know how to play. And he's going to be a cog on the NBA white teams like Utah, Oklahoma City, Boston. All those white cities are going to get 
the white guys passing it around 50 or seniors on their teams, man. So really a lot of it is going to change other than eliminate, uh, exact, exacerbate income inequality, not allowing this guy to have access. So I'm going to pull it up because I'm going to share the screen. And what I'm going to show is, as we hit this narrative here, Adam Silver, first report. Who's Adam Silver's best friend? Adam Silver's best friend? Yes. Um, well, you obviously. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll give you a clue once I share the screen. Okay. It'll be it'll be crystal clear. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's a quiz here. It's. I mean, it's not Donald Sterling. Could it be LeBron? No, no, no. It's where he went to school. Oh. Um. Oh. Oh, who's the okay. coach of Exactly. We'll leave this on. He's on the board of trustees. He's donated over $50 million to Duke University. All right? So we're going to look at another fact here. We're just talking about facts you can verify, people. That's where we stand. All right? Let's look at Duke Endowment 2019. This is why we win 80% of our games. Because <laughs> it's all about, this is a sports betting financial podcast. So what does that say there? $4 billion. It has grains, but that's not even it. So let's look at their endowment. All right, so their endowment, so they've given away $4 million. All right. All right. And he's given them $50 million. So Duke's endowment is eight. $0.6 billion with a B and growing because every time the stock market goes up, this grows and they take the money out and they've been giving a lot of money away to help people. All right. So I love Duke University. I used to, when I was in high school, we used to have a cleaning company and we cleaned the house of two optometrists that went to Duke and really, really nice people. All the clients I've had from Duke have been excellent. They do a great job teaching ethics and morality. So Adam Silver calls his best friend, Mike Krzyzewski, and orders Mike Krzyzewski, he doesn't order him, but he just, he, he just told him his problems. Supposedly he was crying on the phone with Krzyzewski. He's like, listen, I'm gonna handle this. I'm gonna call the most corrupt guy I know in, in college basketball <laughs> and get him to join in on us. So he calls Bill Self. And I'm sure they wired somebody to Bill Self. <laughs> and Bill says, well, we're not playing. So Bill Self calls Kansas. And uh, Kansas calls Gavit. And Gavit, I love Gavit. I think he, he did the best he could. He goes double flicked off um, Bill Self. Bill Self calls Krzyzewski, tells him what happened. Now Krzyzewski goes ballistic. He starts screaming at Gavit. Gavit starts screaming at him. And he says, you and Alan Silver can go F each other. All right? So Krzyzewski gets a battery of lawyers. They, they, they fought. Biggie starts. So after Gavit told them, all of them to go F each other, literally, it's a, you guys can read what happened. And I guess because they're public university, all, all these stuff goes public because you know uh, you can track the phone calls. So uh, 
Chelsea calls ACC. They knocked down the ACC tournament. Gavin, who's the head of the NCAA, says, we don't care about the ACC. You guys, whatever. You guys should not be in the tournament. SEC did it, Craig. Cal Perry said, we're playing. And there's a feud between Chesky and Cal Perry. And, and that's when Chesky blew a gasket. They started to get lawyers. And they threatened the Big East. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Madison Square Garden is run by uh, the chief who went to where? He went to Duke. So I don't know what threats Krzyzewski and the chancellor from Duke and the lawyer at Duke gave the head of Madison Square Garden. He said, shut this down. And that's how the NCAA tournament got shut down. For what? No reason, because ASUS, two, two key statistics. Uh, the CDC and the World Health Organization said that asymptomatic people cannot spread the coronavirus. Fact, all right? You can make up your own opinions, but you cannot make up your own fact. That's a fact, right? Brandon, for us, is that a fact? Yeah, that, fact. Uh, that is correct. I think most people probably <laughs> right. can hear it. Right. But now, yes, that is, fact. in fact, a fact. You know what you feel about it. That there have been no deaths of the coronavirus of people under the age of 18. That's just a fact. And this, we'll share the screen. We were doing it before, looking at the fraudulent fixed uh, numbers in Orange County. But let's look at Orange County, California, a big county, 3.2 million people. People come here from all over the world. Let's see how many people have died of the coronavirus in Orange County between the ages of what? What ages should we pick, Brandon, first? Um, what, 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 what type, what are you trying to, where are you going with this? Because I think obviously- Well, this I is what I'm going with. Tell you to no, there's been no coronavirus deaths, right? from people 18 and under. Okay. I don't think we're gonna see when I pull this up, many deaths of people uh, between the ages, I would say, the oldest college basketball player is what? 26, maybe? Uh, whoever's the oldest guy on BYU is. Yeah, right. so the BYU guys, 26. Yeah. All the BYU guys. So we know that 80% of the deaths are people between the ages of 62 and up with underlying conditions. All right. So what percentage of college kids have underlying conditions? I would say maybe 1%. All right. So let's look at the screen and look by Orange County. So Orange County has had zero deaths between 18 and 24. And then 1% of 221. Let me ask you this, Brandon, first. If there's no deaths of anybody from the coronavirus between 26 and under, not fact, right? Fact. Uh, asymptomatic people cannot spread the disease. I, 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 I'm not going to call that fact because in a week it could change. I, I don't know about that, but it's for now. Like so, right? So right now, 
two people have died from the ages of 44 to zero. So from 44 and under, two people have died and zero people have died that didn't have underlying conditions. So in Orange County, fact, no one has died of the coronavirus 44 and under and the two people with without underlying conditions two people have died with it so there was really virtually no risk because you know unfortunately during the NCA turn somebody could get hit by a car some people can get the normal flu some people can get food poisoning so there was no risk, right? Am I right? Am I crazy, Brandon? Yeah, but, 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 but you got to remember. I mean, I remember doing that podcast the day it got canceled. Where that that seems like light years ago. I mean, we we thought this was something that I mean, everything has was the plan. three months ago. Everything's right. changed so many times. From masks are good, masks are bad. Um, asymptomatic people can spread it, so we have to stay inside. Now, asymptomatic people can't spread it. So it, it's, it seems like now, yes, looking back in hindsight, they probably could have gone through with it. But at the time, I still look back on it. It's, it's, it's the liability factor. It's the fact that none of these arenas want It's funny you mentioned the liability factor because you mentioned the liability factor. When was that, three months ago? Immediately, the day that it shut down. Because that immediately. Down so why Major League game. Baseball is suddenly now talking about liability factor? <laughs> Well, baseball is late to the party a lot of the time. Um, this, I, 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 I don't want it to, I don't want baseball to hijack this podcast because um, no, I have no, no. Yeah. But, but so back um, to Adam Silver, right? Yes. So we got that. Mm-hmm. I think he should have kept his nose out of it and minded his own business and not get into the NCAA because he didn't want to lose market share because of what happened in China. And oh, I agree. Know that I'm a local political historian for the US and I'm a taxpayer advocate and obviously the way I'm dressed, I'm a patriot. So I hate that the Chinese Communist Party comes in and buys local elections. You see how local corruption happens, right? Got your option. So if you have the Minnesota City Council all taking payouts from the Chinese Communist Party, they're blinded and they don't see the shavans of the world all over the country, right? So what does it have to do with Adam Silver and the NBA? It has to do with Adam Silver being in bed with the Chinese. And then when you have the Hong Kong protest, he's caught in an awkward position. And now, the I could have told him that the Chinese market was going to tank. He loses all this money. He doesn't teach his... All the NBA players need to be listening to the podcast, learn about financial con, and they need to learn about China. We have very, very... Uh, they need to, if they don't want to listen to the podcast, they can listen, they can read the book, The Stealth War, The Stealth War, by a general who was in the Trump administration. He breaks down China. And we use that for several podcasts that you can learn in depth. So I encourage everybody to do so. So Adam Silver is in bed with China. Adam Silver is trying to destroy the NCAA, trying to destroy March Madness, right? So that's what we're asking for the immediate. I know that a lot of people are demanding 21, and we got 21 reforms that when Mike Persinese, we went through on Sunday, we've had Steve Albright, 15-year veteran cop, author of 23 books, 
uh, trainer for police departments. He gave his reforms. We have prominent, successful, Irvine, California, uh, Lauren Norris, who in the, we're predicting on the SBC Podcast Network she will eventually end up as governor of California. She gave you her reforms. And a lot of uh, black people have been saying now that it's no more requests, it's demands. I am demanding that Adam Silver immediately resign as commissioner of the NBA. There you go. Um, I I look at the the the, the NCA the NCA situation yes. um, a little differently. I, I I do believe that everything you said was correct. Right. But I don't believe that if okay, just say hypothetically this you know consp not conspiracy theory because I do think there is valid validity to it, but this theory didn't happen. Say it wasn't David Stern, it wasn't a Duke graduate, and it, it was a guy who's just worried about the NBA. I still don't know if the NBA, because look, if professional athletes who are getting paid millions of dollars are being told it's too dangerous, stay home, how can you tell college athletes, hey, uh, we got to go play in Wichita um, in a brand new city. Remember, at that point in time. In this hotel in the middle of a pandemic, but uh, the pros aren't doing it, but we need you to do it. So while I understand that definitely Adam Silver had his hand in it, I still think it would have been canceled regardless, or at very least maybe a, 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 a you know, because the eligibility, it's so tough. I really thought they were going to postpone it. Um, that obviously didn't happen, but it, it was tough. I just- You know what I'm saying? With, in combination with China. No, yeah, definitely. In combination no, with a one and done. But I think if all that isn't there, I still don't think the NCAA tournament goes off without a hitch. But I believe you are completely correct. And I just think we never got to that point because Adam Silver was already there. But the... the, the well, the, irregardless the, of that, what do you think about Adam Silver putting in his two sets and, and blowing a gasket and calling Krzyzewski, Krzyzewski calls self, and then it, working so hard to shut it down? That, that's... To be honest, the fact that it got shut down, I see your point, but what raises an eyebrow was him at this point in his life, right? He's a smart guy. He's supposed to have more emotional control than us. He's supposed to be more com intelligent, more composed than us. Why is he going berserk? Why is he getting in fights with the Gavit? In, in and of itself, right? Let's say you're right and they need it. Why is he so concerned? Well, I mean, what, what, what does the human being crave more than anything when you give a little bit of it to him? Right, power. Power. So Adam <laughs> Silver, if you bounce a basketball, <laughs> Adam Silver is going to have, believes he has say over <laughs> your life. I mean, you've given right, He's like a slave master, yeah. I control your life. life. I read I'm that Adam book. Silver, yeah. Yeah. And, God complex. And, so and, you're and saying the, Adam Silver might have a God complex. Well, hold on, and you're right, and I'm going to tell you why he does, is because every other commissioner in baseball, or in, in, in sports, right. anywhere, I mean, Rob Manfred is public enemy number one, but I'm bringing it back to this. David, right. or um, Adam Silver is, he's playing with house money, okay? The players love Adam Silver. Adam Silver gives the players whatever he wants, and hey, that's the way he does, or, you know, obviously in public, obviously he has right. a firm hand in other things, but... He's a right. very friendly 
player commissioner. Right. So you're right. I do think he has gotten that God complex to where it's like, look, hey, if LeBron likes me, F everybody else. You know what I mean? Because you can't disagree with LeBron. And I think we should probably lean into our se- second topic with that segue. Right. About LeBron pretty much uh, uh, saying it's time to get ready to get rolling again. And um, Kyrie Irving trying to uh, slow or I don't know if he wants to cancel. I don't know. He just doesn't want to come back and play basketball while um, the social justice issues are going on in the world. And it was an interesting topic that we talked about before the podcast. Um, But what are your thoughts on Kyrie Irving versus LeBron James uh, 2.0 pretty much as we get ready to get basketball started again, maybe? Yeah. Well, uh, you never stop learning because life never stops teaching, right? So uh, I was lucky, fortunate, and good that that was a party to a conversation between uh, uh, Sam Farmer, a famous Hall of Fame NFL writer, and another guy who's unfortunately – English is my second language, so I'm butchering this word, but posthumously uh, elected into the NFL Hall of Fame as a sports writer, Don Banks, and we had Micah Banks on the podcast. And I would encourage everybody to listen to that those podcasts, those uh, New England Patriot podcasts <laughs> beginning of last year. Oh, yeah. Micah Banks, the son of NFL. So the topic of conversation was that the NFL and every sports league wants to keep your attention the whole year. All right. So in the off season, you have a draft. The NFL is probably the best at it, right? Because after the Super Bowl, you have the combine and after the combine, you have the draft, right? Then you have mini camp and then you have training camp, right? Uh, you have free agency, which was magnified. Free agency was magnified because there was nothing going on, right? So free agency got magnified. Uh, so you want their attention the whole year, right? So if the NBA isn't going to start July 1st, what are they coming up, right? In my opinion, uh, the whole baseball thing is a, it's an act, all right, just to get people riled up, right? Uh, Kyrie... And because I guess because there's been um, knock on wood, right? You got to take lemons into lemonade. I've been harassed and beat up by the cops in so many cases pulled on me that I know a lot about the legal system. And knock on wood, the last 21 uh, civil cases that I've been involved with, I'm 21 and up, right? And it's because research and preparation. And you got to look at the circumstances, right? So circumstantial evidence. Kyrie and LeBron played with each other. And they started fake controversies with each other. That's a fact, right? So you can make up your own opinion. Everybody can have your own opinion. This United States, I'm glad. I want everybody to have. If you 100% disagree with me, go ahead. Put it in the chat or whatever. Uh, call 858-863-6501. You can disagree because this is America. Freedom is not free. Capitalism. You got Bernie Sanders. We love Bernie Sanders. 
We love Elizabeth Warren. We love Andrew Yang, right? Freedom Dividend. Everybody gets about free money every month. We love these people, right? Because this is the United States of America. And everybody should have an opinion. Say your opinion. But we love capitalism, right? And Kyrie is not playing because he's hurt. So for me, it's LeBron calling Kyrie saying, hey, man, today is June 15th, and we got six weeks to get in people's heads, man. Why don't you go on there and talk about Black Lives Matter, and you ain't playing because Black Lives Matter, because what do you got to lose, man? You ain't playing anyway. He's like, bet. That's my opinion. What do you think, Brandon, first? You know, I I agree there's there's something. I think it's kind of the theme of the podcast where I agree with you, but maybe not fully. Um, I really... Oh, no, you agree on the facts. You just disagree maybe the, the conclusion things. based on those facts. Yes, yes. I, I have a very different outlook, maybe, like I said, young and naive and stupid. I'm sorry, I don't... You have a rosier aspect than me and a less cynical well, view than me, which is not hard to do. Other people. Yeah. I mean, I'm a pretty pessimistic person, at least for myself <laughs> and other things. But when it comes right. to the um, people's motivation, the intentions of other right. people, right. I I'm, I try to give people a benefit of the doubt. I really, really hope that Kyrie Irving isn't pretty much saying, "Hey, I can't play." And no, I don't want anyone else, Ken. Hey, I'm going to piggyback on this, on the top of this. I really hope that's not happening. I'm not saying it because, like I said before the podcast, if anybody, any player in the NBA is going to do it, it might be Kyrie Irving. I mean, I'm not an NBA fan, but I know he has a hell of a reputation. And right. And, and you're talking about fake controversy. They've done it before. Always. And it's the Shaq and Kobe. Fake exactly. I, but like I said, I don't think – this is a fake. I hope this is not a fake controversy. Look, I'm all for, hey, let's get people, even the, even if this is a baseball tactic to get us riled up, congratulations, you riled us up. But I don't Everybody's think that was the goal. But, I mean, well, um, but I, like you said, I don't. The first one, when they leaked the letter, you're like, oh, there's some heat coming on Manfred. Oh, well, and, letters. And that, that seems, I, I completely forgot about that, too. That, that seems like decades ago after what happened today. But the, the way Kyrie Irving handles himself and deals with things and has set himself up, it's always seemed to be LeBron on the other side. Right. And so it does seem a little odd. And like I said, I just wholeheartedly hope that this is Kyrie Irving's actual Belief well, that well, hey, it makes him relevant. If he basketball. doesn't say that, he's not relevant because he's not playing. Yeah, but I, the only way he can make himself relevant is to make some sort of. Uh, but but my point is, I hope that Kyrie Irving is a little more, a, a better person than somebody that would be like, hey, no one's paying attention to me. I'm going to piggyback on top of this. I I I find that hard to believe. Well, I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I'm just not going to go out on that. I'm not going out on that. Whatever that guy's name is, Paul. Uh, Paul George? Uh, Paul. Paul George? He's a the, uh, the business advisor for LeBron. Oh. What's his dude's name? I want to say Josh Paul, but I think that's somebody else. No, I don't think it's Josh Paul. I think Rich Paul. Rich, Rich Paul. Paul. From Cleveland, Ohio. Very, very, very intelligent. 
PR. Fake PR, like when Emilio Estevez got married to Paula Abdul. It was a sham marriage for PR purposes. Shaq and Kobe, stuff like that. And see, that's that's my point, though. Like, sham marriage? Okay. Hey. <laughs> but, I, like, we're in such a pivotal point, like, in our – not just – not just in basketball believe me obviously in the world i just really hope especially the sport i think it's a tipping point in a malcolm gladwell sense yeah book tipping point i think definitely it's a tipping point 100 listen to our podcast on saturday where i gave 21 actionable steps you know common sense stuff like you're fired immediately if you turn off your uh your your camera vest you know uh, you shoot 13 people, you should get a desk job if you're a cop. You know, things like that. Just common Probably sense less things that, we should be doing. Yeah, I like where you're going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a valid point that Kyrie's making, whether it's sincere or not. I do think it is a valid point. It depends on, I think, the personal um, person's perspective, because I think there are people out there that maybe would well, want... It, this is one pet peeve I have, and I always have this pet peeve, right? Where a lot of people are cavalier with other people's money, like taxpayers' money, yeah, or whatever, versus your own money. And he's not going to play. He's not losing any money, right? So it's no skin off his back. And another American thing, right? He's trying to tell other people what to do. He's not saying, hey, I'm not playing. He's like, everybody else shouldn't play. And that's that's where I'm like, hey, we're, we're in America. Everybody choose to have their own opinion. Exactly. And I think that's what it will come down to. I think it, will, it should be a situation in the contract or something that, hey, if you think – if you don't think it's right to play or you don't want to play, then don't play. I mean, I, I'm sure people will definitely jump down certain players' throats, but – at the end of the day, this is – it could be a really scary time for people. Some people aren't scared. Some people are very scared. So you just have to be aware of that. And like I said, I just – Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's talking about other people, not himself. No, I know. He's, but, either but, he's hurt. But we're talking about, I think, overall a, a an idea of the way people should be treated or the way that right now they should be represented. And if – I, I'm just not going to go out on the limb. I'm definitely saying it's possible. I'm just not going out on the limb and saying that's why Kyrie's doing this. Um, definitely possible. I'm just not going to go on that limb. That's cool. One point you made that's, that's right on is that uh, six weeks from now, we're supposed to start. It's a long time, the way things are going. Things are changing minute by minute. Exactly. And And everything is – is fluid. I mean, I showed you that little calendar yeah, that they yeah. had. Uh, Florida, Florida every day gets more cases than the day before. And exactly. the infection rate is high because if you have more tests, you're going to get more positive results. What it is is the infection rate. So they have a high infection rate in Florida. Well, and no protests in Florida. So that's the thing. There were no protests in Florida because the same year ground law. So the protesting was to a minimum. But Josh, I am going to uh, get. I'm going to tee you up on the. Um, if you want to explain to everybody how the NBA is going to uh, return, I unfortunately have to. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll close it on that. We'll close okay, it on that. well, fair uh, enough. We'll we'll do that yeah, next. It'll take, me, it'll take me one minute. 
Okay. So basically, bottom line, it's complicated, but bottom line, the top seven seeds in each conference are set. And what's going to happen is the bottom teams are going to fight with each other for the eighth spot. And uh, we'll go up and we'll make our first NBA prediction. And uh, I collaborated on this with uh, Brandon First. The West matchup is going to be the Lakers against the Marlins. Uh, you heard it here Pelicans. Pelicans. Oh, the Pelicans. New Orleans against the Lakers. <laughs> Been a long day. So the Pelicans versus the Lakers. Uh, for marketing reasons, Zion, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and the rest of your New Orleans Pelicans against your Lakers first round. Uh, Lakers win. If this is a seven-game series, they'll win 4-3. If it's a five-game series, they'll win 3-2. I, uh, I I like your faith in the fact that, I mean, I, I believe the NBA really wants it to go seven. I I I think it would be a five or six game series. I think Zion and um, Zion and Lonzo could get one. Um, the, the other thing that I think is an incredible X factor is um, if that series does happen, what's the over under on sound bites from um, Lamar Ball or LeVar Ball? Oh, no, no, he'll be good. If it's Lonzo versus the Lakers, things have gotten serious now. Yeah. And I think uh, society has changed. I I, I saw it coming. I think we were the first media outlet, first podcast that predicted the recession. I predicted that there was going to be a recession in September of 2019 or even August of 2019. It publicly came out, put all my clients in cash, and said that there was going to be a recession. And I saw this coming that uh, media outlets and everybody else, the, the clown show's over. Clowns like LaVar Le- Ball and people like that that could accidentally incite violence or say something stupid that could cause a riot and a bunch of buildings to burn. Nobody, you talk about liability, people like that aren't going to be on TV anymore. They're not right now. And I don't think they're going to be on moving forward. You saw what happened to Drew Brees. All right, and that's Drew Brees. Really, you're going to interview – I mean, anybody that interviews Lamar Ball and puts it on air, all of them, immediate termination, everybody. Final words, Brandon, first. Ah, so it's, it's a, it was good to end, personally, my day. Um, as, as most of you know, I'm a big baseball fan, so it's been probably – the last three or four hours have been just incredibly frustrating. I've wanted to throw in my phone a couple times. So it was nice to sit down and talk. I mean, this wasn't, I mean, the topics unfortunately weren't terribly pleasant in this podcast, but well, look at, where we're at, yeah. at least, at least this sport is at least on the track to where it won't be the players and the, well, right. it's mainly the owner's fault, but it won't be the, the stupidity of financials that keep us from getting this sport back. If, if it's COVID or whatever, that's out of their control. But it's nice to talk about a sport that we know is functional and is going to come back. And guess what? When it comes back, we're going to make money off of it. And that right there is the point of this. That is the key uh, reason. And um, really, uh, really excited to hopefully, like I said, get closer to that and get ready to make money because I think we have the formula for it. And we already, well, we've proven we have the formula for it. We've just... Uh, got stopped for three months, but we'll be right back at it here very, very We've soon. been doing our research, and you've been the head research analyst. And number one rule of betting is do not bet your own team. Number two is do your research. 
And one of the blessings of the pandemic is that Brandon First has had plenty of time to do all our research and we are ready, right? We're edge on steroids, right? And betting, oh, you have to have that. Well, we're edge on steroids. Even though it's hard work, man, I don't do steroids. I do a lot of curls, but we are edge on, on steroids. That's your final word, Brandon First? Yes, sir. Uh, you have a great night, and, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll I'll be talking to, with uh, you Winston on Wednesday. Churchill. Sorry? Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, tomorrow morning, everybody look out. Faith Family Football Special Report with Ben Rasslaff, and we always end with Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor, or you make a life from what you get. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Betting and Financial Network.